This is Stop Worrying, You're Retired with George Fossing. President Biden is pushing trillions of dollars in new spending, and his supporters in Congress are considering several different tax hikes, of course, to pay for it all. And one of them is a so-called death tax. Now, that's tax that your family has to pay whenever they inherit something from you. Former U.S. Senator Heidi Heitkamp, she is a Democrat. She tells CNBC that that would be a big mistake. I'm trying to sound the alarm, both economically and politically for Democrats, that this is not a path to walk, taxing unrealized gain. You can look at different strategies for stepped-up basis for realizing some income tax uh, when that asset is eventually sold. But the disruption that this would create for small family businesses and for farmers and family assets is just not worth the pain. In fact, ironically, when it's polled, 70 percent of Democrats agree with me that death should not be the taxable event. All right. So, George, Zach, let's take the words Democrats and Republicans out of this and let's just talk about what we're facing because taxes affect everybody. She used some words there that, frankly, I don't understand, so maybe our listeners don't, but the step up in basis and the uh, unrealized gains, what are they looking at doing now that is such a big change that a former Democratic senator is telling her own party, like, hey, we've got to pump the brakes here? It's basically what you paid for it and what it's worth today and what people inherit it with. So there's been a lot of advantages in the past, still are, I guess, to how this works. Mm -hmm. And removing that, boy, that's, that's a game changer. For a lot of folks. She All mentioned this, small business owners and farmers. Well, I mean, a lot it, of different levels. Absolutely. And, you know, once again, it's the middle class and upper middle class footing the bill. Mm -hmm. The super rich, they don't have these issues. We all know that. It's not a secret. It's folks out there that are not represented or underrepresented in Congress that are, we're taking it on the chin. Yeah. And, hey, you know, we're going to change it today even though it doesn't affect you today until down the road when it does affect you. This is how the politicians work. So somebody's out there and saying, you might have a business you can inherit or, or stocks or something like that. You don't really worry about it today, do you? Right. So they're going to change the rules because, and you're not going to get all ugly about it because it's not affecting you. Then three years from now, when somebody passes away, family member, and the basis is gone, basically saying, listen, you got to pay the value of it is today. And your tax bill is now going to be just stupid. So as this opposed is to kind of a situation of be careful what you wish for. Well, people aren't wishing for this. This is Congress running this through and getting away with this stuff. It's historic, by the way. This is not unique. I make the changes today. It's not affecting people. And down the road, you go, oh, I didn't, when did this become law? Oh, three years ago. If this happened to you three years ago, you could have saved uh, $300,000 in taxes. Oops. Wow. It's not right. <laughs> not right. This is what happens. And so we can go on and on and on with this and get people angry. We're already angry with this. But part of that is, listen, it's not law yet. Mm -hmm. get in front of this now. So I think that's a great point to bring up because when we think about this, I get upset about it because I feel like I don't have any control over the situation. So when we bring it back down to earth and back to our own level and what controlling what we can control, what kind of steps can people take in order to keep more of what they've worked so hard for? Well, you know, folks out there too that, you know, they look at their parents or something, grandparents that might be inheriting like a business or, you know, some an IRA or just stocks or something like that and say, you know, I, I don't want to get down. It's kind of creepy. I don't want to think of my parents passing away or something. That, isn't that natural? Well, of course, that's an extremely hard but it's conversation inevitable. to happen. That's, that's right. the way things work, right? As they should. Your parents pass away and predecease you. Inevitably, this is going to be a problem. So he's just knowing and saying, listen, this is what I think it's going to look like for down the road for between me and my sisters, if you have the family and things mm -hmm. like that. And say, is there anything we can do today? 
you would not believe how many cases that you can make some subtle changes if you have that conversation and prepare for this. Mm-hmm. It takes planning. You have to be in front of this. You have to be aware that these changes are coming because I'm sorry, but usually we don't get the giddy up until when? Until, you know, somebody's after us. Yeah. You know, right? It kind of stimulates. You see, okay, something bad happened to your friend or, or neighbor. Yeah. Right. Right. It, what does that do? Well, there's a there's something that I coined a little while ago. It's, it's uh, let's see if I can pull it up here. It's uh, smart. There's three types of people in the world, right? Smart people learn from their own mistakes. Wise people learn from other people's mistakes, and dumb people just never learn anything. There we and go. You, well, you, be, you want to be in that second category as much I as like possible. That. Yeah. And so when we tell stories about other clients here on the radio, and when we talk about things that you've been able to do with them, that's hopefully we can share that information, and it triggers something in the people who are listening today that hey. I don't want to end up in a situation where I think that maybe I could have done something more. And that legacy planning part of it, it is intimidating to talk about, especially if you're the person who is planning on leaving some kind of an inheritance, right? Because nobody wants to talk about when they're not here anymore. You know, one thing you just said is, you know, wise people learn from other mistakes. And part of what we help people with is bringing some of these stories mm-hmm. to light for folks and saying, listen, I we met these folks here, you know, five, 10 years ago, and this is what happened to them. It's kind of what's happening to you right now. This is what they did, or this is what they didn't do. And this is what you can do today to offset this. And they go, thank you. These are real stories. We all connect to stories, don't we? Mm -hmm. Facts and figures, uh, yawn, take a nap. Right. You bring it home and say, this is what happened. Hey, that's me. All of a sudden it becomes very, very real. And you go out there and say, why? I don't want to do this. I don't want to, I don't want this to happen to me. Well, Great. That's the first thing is acknowledge it might happen to you. Then start taking the, what did we say earlier? Start learning. Right. Getting educated. Mm-hmm. Taking that initiative. See if, it, see if these some of these fixes apply to you. Uh, making assumptions can be very costly, as we all know. Of course. Taking the time saying, listen, you know, my parents have done well. They've got their IRAs. I'm not quite sure how much, but I know it's probably over a million dollars. They're not spending it. They've been saving and probably at some point, you know, they're in their 80s. You know, it's going to be ours. Mm-hmm. What should we do? What are our choices going to be? It's fun to share that with people saying, listen, you know, your parents don't want to leave you a tax time bomb. Right. But they're going to. Yeah. And what happened, uh, you know, last year, the SECURE Act, you know? Yeah, well, I mean, they made a huge change to, you know, how you're going to inherit that and how you have to unwind it. Right. Yeah, that was you've got to, yeah, you've got 10 years. You can't stretch it over your life. So. Well, that used to be what we were able to do is a stretch IRA, right? Where you could kind of stretch out those distributions over the course of your children's life when you're no longer here. But now you have to liquidate it in 10 years. Yeah. That adds all kinds a, of complications. A lot, of, a lot of people, when they're inheriting things, they're in their highest income earning years. Right. So it just makes it that much worse. I don't right? think Congress isn't, isn't aware of this. They yeah. know. Yeah. And pay at the highest tax bracket. So let's go back there and revisit what I said earlier. So they make these changes. It's not affecting you today, but it's going to affect you tomorrow. Mm-hmm. You need to be in front of this. And taking the time, I think we, last week, we had three people in the office visiting us and just saying, hey, can you tell us more about what you talked about with taxes, inheriting? And we said, okay, well, tell us what's going on in your world right now. And it's, it's a, these scenarios we, we talk about, folks, they're real. Mm-hmm. They weren't made up. This is real people having these real concerns out there. It's a good problem to have, as I say. Sure. You know, <laughs> yeah. But why give more to Uncle Sam than you need to? This money can be passed along to your children, your grandchildren. You can put it in these college funds or so they have trades. So it makes a difference, Jerry. It makes a profound difference out there. You can give it to Uncle Sam and who knows where they're going to spend it or give it to. Mm-hmm. 
that kind of gets everybody a little irked. We You're, talked about fish on treadmills, I think, earlier. Yeah, we did. And some of the other things that they're using. Anyway, tax anyway, I'm, I'm going for. down that path. You know, it, we get a little animated with this stuff because it, it gets it's unsettling to to watch people just give away thousands and thousands of dollars that they just don't need to. And they worked really hard for it. And the thing that we want to make sure is that you have the ability to find out how you can keep more of the dollars that you've worked so hard for in your accounts because we think you are a better steward of your money than the government. And that's all that it comes down to. So if you have questions about taxation on your retirement dollars, whether it's preparing for an inheritance, preparing to leave a legacy, or what you can do now to potentially save on your tax burden in retirement, there's still time to make moves in that area as well, George. And you really go top to bottom with this. And I think it's important to also mention you're not CPAs. You're not preparing people's taxes every April. You're talking about future tax planning down the road. We do what you're... uh the tax preparers, the CPAs people hire don't do. Mm. And again, we're not doing it with the pick on people. It's just that, again, they're not being hired to talk about the future. They're right. taking care of, they're cleaning up this year's mess. Yeah. History lesson. <laughs> right. <laughs> and working together with that. And again, we do have a team of CPAs we work with that get what we do and uh, we run it by and, you know, this we do it right. Plus we've been trained at a high level in this area because it matters. It's Mm -hmm. something you could do something about. People go out there and say, well, the markets, uh, you know, it's always the markets, right? You know, we're investment advisors. We deal with the markets. We don't control the market. We do know what the tax rates are today. We do know it's available to take advantage of today. And we think tax rates are basically- We got a pretty good- they're going, you know, they're going what up. do you think, a consensus in the room? I'm not a three math for expert, but yeah. uh, something Brett tells in the back me that, over yeah. yeah, four for four. <laughs> Even Brett thinks taxes yeah. are going up. <laughs> Producer in the back, yeah. I mean, it, it's at a point now where I think that it, it has to come due at some point. Yep. And the target is going to be, like you said earlier, middle America. The people who have the biggest targets on their backs are the ones who already have worked really hard and saved a lot. You know, at some point, you know, you raise kids, right? Sooner or later, it catches up with you. Mm-hmm. you. You can get the load of baloney out there for a certain amount of time, but sooner or later, <laughs> you got to have to pay the piper. This is just the way it's going to work. And we have an extraordinary amount of folks we've been dealing with, been able to work with and help with, and say, listen, what can we do? How can we help? We had a gentleman in the other day, his, his wife couldn't make it, but you know, he had uh, over $250,000 in his Roth, Roth IRA. Yeah. Yeah. Hats off to him. In the Roth. So he's already paid tax he's on, on that it. money. He gets it. On all the growth. Well on his way. And folks, guess what? Nothing to do with us. We just met him. So we can't take credit. We're going to give credit. Yeah, absolutely. He gets it. He goes, Congratulations but he had another $850,000 in his 401k that's all taxable. And most of it. And he's going, what can I do with this? And uh, Zach does a great job showing the plan over and saying, this is what you can, we have this tax planning software. It's just incredible. And shows, hey, if you do something today, start working on this over your lifetime, you're going to save, I think it was $300,000 in taxes. 300 grand. Wow. So that's, I mean, that's That's, that planning for the future. That is keeping more of the dollars that you've worked so hard for in your pocket. Got a question for you. What's that? Could you spend $300,000? Pretty, pretty quick. Yeah, I think I could. A couple of Mustangs. Or would you rather give it to the government? You know what? If I'm spending 300000 on a Mustang, I love Mustangs, somebody slap me because there ain't a Mustang in the world that's worth 300000 well, I said a couple think. of them. They're getting up a there, though, price-wise. They really are. The, the used car market, I mean, cars in general, I mean, it is astronomical compared to what it was just two years hey, ago. Hey, is it true they have a, a sound thing on there that you can turn different... 
Oh, on Plus, the newer ones? Yeah. yeah. They have, a, they, I think they call it active exhaust. You, get, you can get the throaty or the yeah. whatever. You put yeah. it in track mode and wake up the neighbors, or you can cruise out of the neighborhood with, uh, you know, not too much racket. Till I get out on the mountain roads, and then I open it yeah, up. You put a little testosterone taster in there, and then they <laughs> base it on that or what? You know, my dad has a 63 Impala that he has had since, I think, about 1966. <clears throat> it's a 327 Super Sport, great car. And he actually had, I think he called them turndowns or screw-offs or something that he put on in high school in the shop class to where when they would get out past, you know, the houses and everything and go out and drag race on an Alabama Saturday night, he could unscrew his uh, exhaust pipes. Wow. So this is not new technology, George. People have been doing this for decades. You know, I, my first car was a 66 Chevy Impala. Is that right? It's at 283. Okay. Not exactly a speedster, right? But it was very throaty. Mm-hmm. You know why? Why? Because the liquid metal I used to put in the, the muffler to keep it from, you know, it was rotting away. I was, I was awesome. 16 years old. I love you it. You know, it had holes in it, and it was just very throaty sounding. But, Some things uh, just never change, right? Wrenching on a so car is on, just On a uh, sidebar, too, folks, this is, uh, we always talk about gifts from God, I, I do believe, where uh, this car, I'm not making this up. If I went over 65 miles an hour, the hood would pop. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have to get off one. the side of the road, folks, and pop the hood down. Wow. And uh, to this day, I... I think that's why I'm walking the planet. Yeah, it can. Uh, that that that's a real good speed limiter. Uh, well, when it comes to planning for your taxes in retirement and beyond, when you're no longer here, uh, George, Zach, and the team at North Star Financial and Retirement Planning, they're here for you if you have questions on how you can become as efficient as possible when it comes to your taxes and keeping as much of that money in your pocket as we can. Taxes, we've all got to pay them, but as George, as you said earlier, there's no reason to pay more than what you owe. So let's find out what that is. Sit down with George, Zach, and the rest of the team at North Star Financial and Retirement Planning. You can reach out to us today at 864 864- 404-4900. Again, 864-404-4900. And you offer a complimentary tax assessment on your 401ks, 403bs, other kinds of retirement accounts. Zach, what is that process like when you're first going through that? And if somebody's got the tax questions, uh, where do you start with that? Well, I mean, number one is going to be, you know, how much do you have in qualified money? What does qualified mean? Qualified money would be money that's qualified. <laughs> so, qualified. So, that's yeah, the qualified. That eat, the, yeah, uh, eucalyptus, it's right? The green money. <laughs> no, so um, qualified money is money that you haven't paid taxes on yet. So, Got for it. most people, that's going to be their IRAs, 401ks, 403bs. Most of the time, people don't have a Roth option, or if they do, they haven't contributed as much to it. Mm-hmm. So, most of the time, when people say a retirement account, it's qualified or pre tax money. It's the same thing. Okay, so you, you take that. Amount. And what we want to do is just run a, a projection based on, you know, how much money you think you're going to spend during retirement. What do other sources of income look like during retirement? And we can actually model out, you know, based on where you are today, what your required minimum distributions are going to look like. A required minimum distribution, if you, you know, remember at age 72, the government says, hey, you've delayed paying taxes long enough and we want our part. So we're going to force you, even if you don't need the money to start taking this money out. What this tax analysis will do, it will assume a couple of different scenarios for us. It will run a scenario saying, hey, if we did conversion work over the next maybe three, four or five years versus postponing taking distributions out of these accounts, if you were to live to be 90 years old, so taking RMDs from 72 to 90, Based on what we know about taxes today, how much will you pay? And across the board, it's about 60% less wow. in taxes paid by doing the conversion work. A lot of times we'll see somewhere around 
and I'm just, you know, generally speaking, a million dollar IRA, you know, we're looking at probably, you know, reducing the amount of taxes paid by three or $400,000 if you look at a stretch period from 72 to, to 90 years old. And that's doing that work now. And I think it's crucial that you brought that up, that doing the conversion work over the course of a couple of years where you can spread that out. That's really doing, that's taking a smart strategy with yeah, this. It's just, it's, for us, it's, it's really the only way to go. Yeah. Well, for our listeners today, they can call in and ask for a complimentary appointment with you where you talk about these kind of tax questions. Also, anything else that is concerning you about retirement, generating that income, managing your level of risk, understanding what fees you're paying. All of this goes into these appointments that you have with your clients, the people that you work with and the people that you've made it your business to help find solutions for them so that they can do what they want to in retirement. And that is stop worrying, right? That's the name (laughs) of the show. There you go. You want to be retired, not have to go back to work. Absolutely. Our phone number is 864-404-4900. We have teammates standing by right now who can take your call and schedule that complimentary consultation with George, Zach, and the team at North Star Financial and Retirement Planning. The phone number again, 864-404-4900. And online you can find us at northstar65.com. Guys, that's about all the time that we have for this week. As always, I'm happy to be a part of the show, and we'll be back at the same time next week, same station. For now, I'll give you the last word. I'm Zach Jenkins. Thanks for listening. And this is George Fossing. Thanks for listening, folks. Have a great week. God bless. Find out more at Northstar65.com. Advisory services offered through Delta Investment Management, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims-paying ability of the issuing company and are not offered through Delta Investment Management.